You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hello, Bengals fans. I am Matt Minnick, and this is Coach Speak, heading into week one matchup with the Cleveland Browns, who love to talk about how they beat the Bengals. That's about the only team they ever seem to beat, though. Uh, but, you know, for, for whatever reason, uh, Burrow, the Bengals, don't have the best record against uh, them, even though they've uh, done pretty well uh, for themselves, the Bengals, that is, over the last two seasons. So uh, definitely some, some bragging rights up for grabs right here. Also, starting out, you know, right away with a conference game. you got the Ravens coming up right after that. Uh, so... You can't afford that slow start you had last year, uh, especially in a conference like this. You know, excuse me, a, a division like this. All right, with those divisional games coming up early, it is going to make uh, make it very, very important that the Bengals are able to take care of business uh, and get some W's here in September. So, uh, now we've talked about this before, and, and, and look, you know. I am of the mindset that it is much more important to have the team and to be able to win those games in December than it is to win games in September. But obviously, you want to set yourself up right as well, especially when we know it's going to be uh, very competitive uh, in the division. Obviously, the Browns, a lot of talent. We'll see if Dejon uh, Watson can be what he was before. Uh, that's going to be that's going to be dangerous. That's going to be a real threat there. Uh, Lamar Jackson, obviously, with, with Baltimore, what are they going to be? With, uh, with a new offensive look, um, what's that going to amount to? You know, they've had a few changes recently with the, the defensive coordinator year before that when Burrow got that guy fired uh, as well. So what are those guys going to do? What's, what's that going to look like? Uh, and then obviously there's, there's the Steelers. That, like, they, they, don't have, they don't have the guy at quarterback. They don't necessarily have the offensive line uh, that, that they would like to have. But... And they just find a way of getting it done. You know, they're, they're, they're kind of built the right way for that. They, they find a way of getting it done. So it's a dangerous conference, you know, and, and you're going to have uh, a lot of competition in there. No no gimmies, no layups, nor uh, old Cleveland Browns, uh, unfortunately. Uh, so they've really got to get it done. So coming out of the gates here, you want to get that done. You want to make sure you're, you're coming out with a victory. What are going to be the big things that are going to impact that? Uh, you know, one is going to be that – the Browns themselves, all right, uh, just like the Ravens, have a new coordinator, uh, this time on the defensive side of the ball. So Jim Sports is a very good football coach. Uh, he, he's, he's done really well for himself in, in a lot of different places. And, uh, you know, he's going to bring some heat. He's going to know what he's doing. It's going to be a very, very good matchup. Um, and it's hard to tell what exactly they're going to be. You know, uh, it's always tough with the first game of the year, first game of the year with a new, new coordinator, you know, that adds to that. It makes it even more difficult to, to predict what they're going to be. So really, uh, this offensive staff has got to be fast on their their feet, uh, and that's like that's the great thing about having the cohesiveness, having the uh, the stability on the coaching staff 
is that, hey, those guys, they know their roles, they know what to expect, they know what to look for, they know how to communicate with each other on game day. So, uh, you know, they, they should be able to make those those changes uh, pretty quickly and get in there and, and, and make adjustments on the fly. Uh, whereas, you know, the, the, the Browns with a new, new coordinator, they might not be able to adjust as quickly. Now, the, the Bengals offensively, like, the, hey, the coordinators are known. You know, they've been there for a few years. The play calling, known. Um, the players, largely known. I mean, Irv Smith, uh, Irv Smith, Orlando Brown, you know, they're not really, not, not a lot of new blood uh, on, that, on that unit. So, that would seem to be, a, you know, a disadvantage for the offense, but I expect some changes this year. You know, I, I expect some changes. I, ex- I, I expect a renewed uh, interest in running football, uh, a renewed emphasis on that, particularly with the revamped, you know, and now rounded out offensive line. Um, I expect to see a little bit more action there. Uh, so, there's also the blend of how the pass and the run go, go together. We, we, we've talked about the disconnect that's been widely you know, discussed about the disconnect between the run game and the pass game, as they're really just, they wanted to be a zone team originally. Pollock's a zone guy, Callahan's a zone guy, uh, you know, Taylor really is a zone guy. They wanted to be, be something, and it just wasn't, it didn't fit for them. You know, and they found something with the down scheme or the gap scheme, scheme runs, where they're running the duo plays. Uh, we saw a lot of counter uh, in the preseason. Uh, I believe it was mostly like GF counter, right? I mean, guard, fullback. So there's a guard and, and not, usually not a fullback, but it may be like a Drew Sample type of guy uh, coming around leading up on that counter play. All right, those are down scheme plays. They're not zone plays where the offensive line steps to the play. They're uh, down plays where the offensive line steps down away from the play and you bring somebody else in. Uh, you know, pulling around or looping around from a, from a, a fullback type position uh, to block those guys who are, you know, out on the edge there. So now that they've adapted to that, you know, that marriage between what the running uh, game is trying to accomplish, what the passing game is going to accomplish, uh, that should be a lot stronger. You know, because it's not always, it's it's not. Hey, let's 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 do a play action pass. You know, like like uh, they just gotta think it's running. They're gonna run up there. It's who are you influencing? All right. It's it's very specific. Like who are you trying to influence here? What are you trying to do? Who are we trying to put in a pickle? All right. Um, and you know, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna throw on a blueism because I because yeah, I got a two year old. But uh, <laughs> you know, uh, hey, that's a real pickle, right? You know, like a real pickle is when when you're putting a guy in a bind. Uh, and you're making them make a decision. You're making it so they can't be right. That's the whole idea, really, of where RPOs come from is, hey, is he playing the pass? No? Okay, we'll hand it off. Oh, is he playing the run? All right, then we're going to throw the ball over his head. Um, and, and really, with the with the play-action pass, you're kind of getting that idea, too. Like, uh, the safety's going to come up or the linebacker's filling, and how do I fill that void that they are vacating, right, rather than am I... Um, you know, truly trying to, uh, you know, am I just throwing darts? You know, no. Like, like, like everything, everything's thought out, everything's planned out. And it's all about, uh, you know, if putting a very specific player uh, in that defense in a pickle, in a bind, um, making life difficult for them. Okay. Uh, and a lot of times it's those those invert guys, right? The guys on the edge, the linebackers, the uh, the nickel corners, the safeties. 
You know, a lot of times it's those type of guys who play that mutual role, right, where they are, are heavily involved in stopping the run, but they have also got uh, got to get back there in the pass, uh, particularly in space on the edge there. So putting those guys in a bind, how are they going to do that? How are they going to emphasize that now with that marriage between the run and pass game? It's, okay, we're running this counter play now. What play action passes do we have that's going to affect somebody in that counter? Hey, if, uh, you know, on counter, hey, we're not really, we don't really have a guy to block this, this overhang player, this safety, you know, against this defensive look. So, hey, we're going to run that. And if that guy starts making the play, we're going to pop it right over him. We're going to bang eight it. All right. We're going to throw a, uh, we're going to throw a little post route, a little, uh, a little out route there. Right. If he starts, that that guy starts coming in right now, freeze up the flat or freeze up the seam. It frees up some opportunities there, or we're going to hit it. And we're going to get some positive chunk yards and we're going to move the chains with that stuff. Uh, you could also see them really going to, to like real big chunk plays because that's been the other emphasis of the of the offseason that they talked about is uh, creating more explosive plays, right? Explosive plays, those big time plays where they're really moving the ball. And they have previously done uh, a, a lot of play action pass. They actually used to have like Auden Tate would block on it, <laughs> right? Uh, you like, kind of look crazy because they do like an eight man slide protection and they'd only have. They'd have like uh, usually like Boyd running like a deep uh, dig or dig sort of route like like 18 yards and they have like a post over top of it and they're reading the safety on that, All right? But that's the type of play action shot play that I would expect to see and I think they're gonna try and find a way to get that stuff to mesh up and match up with what they are seeing uh, or showing, demonstrating rather uh, in the the run game. So, that's a little bit of what to look for this week. Um, obviously, we're all eyeing Burroughs' contract. We're all eyeing Burroughs' calf muscle. Um, you know, very important things. Uh, but we'll see how these guys get out there, how they how they compete, um, and, and how they get it done. All right? Uh, but a lot of a lot of continuity. Not a, not a real ton of questions there. Uh, but, you know, looking, hoping that adding that one piece on the offensive line uh, years experience for Cordo Volson and years continuity and you know experience together for the other guys uh, will lead to to more success um, and more stability or uh, you know molding a little bit better, meshing a little bit better. Um, cont- see, continuity is that the word I want? I don't know. I'm losing it. It's it, it's flipping hot. And uh, my brain's melting, so my bad uh, if I if I trail off there. Sorry if I uh, <laughs> I was dreaming when I wrote this, so sorry if it goes astray. Man, I'm, I may even misquote Prince in this. I, I gotta end this thing. It's over. I never misquote Prince. That is a mistake. So uh, I am Matt Minnick. This is Coach Speak. We'll have more for you uh, coming up film rooms coming back this year once again uh after the game we'll see what they do do and i will break that down for you with some visual clips following the game that should be out uh probably monday or tuesday who did